listening to the Dr. Sneak Show. This is your regular host, Dr. Sneak. And today we have a guest in the house. We have a, we have a guest on today's show. Not just a veteran, legendary broadcaster in Nigeria. <laughs> I'd love her to introduce herself to everyone who's listening out there. Good day. Thank you. Good day, Dr. Slick. Thank you so much. My name is Moji Danisa. I am a journalist. I'd rather call myself a journalist before a broadcaster. I am I'm simply a journalist. Yeah, that's what I do. Hmm. But um, on your bio here is journalist, broadcaster, writer, PR <laughs> content creator, producer, media and communications. Yeah, all, all of the others are housed under journalism. Wow. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, I'd love to refer to you as Antimoji because you are a legend. Okay. There. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I, I grew up watching you and uh, I must confess one of the remarkable things that still echoes in my head is your voice on TV. Oh. <laughs> oh really <laughs> yes 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 and uh, yes we've been friends for a long time on facebook yeah yeah for a very long time true yeah. okay uh, let's go down memory lane the journey for you in journalism uh, uh, journalism for me actually started in secondary school i'll try to make it short yes actually started in secondary school where i formed the press club and uh I had a magazine, a weekly magazine in secondary school called Weekend Bonanza. You know, it came out every weekend. And I discovered that I had a niche for uh, society kind of writing. I just wanted to um, make people laugh, make people uh, create controversy, controversy, so to say. So I created a lot of controversy in school. I I had... I, I won't say I had people, I touched people, Shane. I got a beating in school. <laughs> you know, one of the girls, you know, I'm a very small person. One yeah. of the girls gave me the beating of my life, then I, I won't forget it. But it didn't stop me, it didn't deter me. That was like, um, it was like a stepping stone to the next level for me. So when I got out of school, I kept writing, by the way, I kept writing, writing short stories and all of that, and reading the newspapers, especially the Punch newspaper at that time. And um, when I left school, I did my HSC. After my HSC, which is the higher school certificate then, I was always in a hurry. I don't know why then. I I was just a restless child. So I walked to the NPA and um, got myself a job as a news assistant, you know. But they wanted to train me as a newscaster, which I did not like. I wanted to write the news. I didn't want to read the news, you know. So after the training as a newscaster in NTA, I moved to the state station, the Bendel Television, now I do broadcasting. Yeah. And um, I was employed as a news assistant, what I initially wanted with the NTA. Wow. And I rose to become um, an uh, editor, oh. um, general editor, something like that. I can't remember, you know. Yeah. yeah. I rose to become one of the editors, yeah. Within two years, you know. 
and um, just with my HSE. <laughs> and I said, well, I think I need uh, to perfect this thing now. So I went to the Nigerian Institute of Journalism, where I studied journalism for two years. It was a crash course, so to say. It was a four-year course packed into two for professionals. I was considered a professional. So I got my professional diploma in journalism, and um, I started writing for The Guardian newspaper. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I got a column in the Junior Guardian, which was like the Guardian Express then, which was the evening newspaper. They gave me a column straight away right out of school. (laughs) <laughs> which was like <laughs> unbelievable, you oh, know. Yeah. So yeah, it was unbelievable, but um, I did it. And um, I, I remember that the then president uh, said my column was his uh, favorite. <laughs> you know, it was called TV Watch. You mean the president I, of Nigeria? Yes, President Ibrahim Babangida at the Ooh. time. Ooh, when wow. he was interviewed, <laughs> you know. So I decided to stay on, on... Uh, doing my journalism while some of my friends went to the United States, some went to Britain, some of my classmates. But it was like the sky was so bright for me here. So I decided to stay put. So I edited the Climax magazine, which (laughs) which was highly controversial where we touched the high and the mighty, where I became very, very, very popular and famous. Wow. They called me the queen of junk back in the day, if you remember. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and I was so young. Eh? People thought I was just one very mature person. They didn't know I was that young, you know. So whenever they met me, they were always so surprised. It was like, no, not you, not you. You know, I have yes. this uh, this very innocent look. So it's like, so you are the one who does all these things. People <laughs> are crazy things, you know. Anyway, I after that. I went, uh, set up in, I, I worked briefly in a place called Whispers Magazine as editor in chief. They stole me from Climax actually. Wow. And I left them to to set up um, City News. City News was fashioned City. after the British tabloid uh, News of the World. And if you know News of the World, yeah. you know what I'm talking about okay. breaking crimes in high places. Man, we did a lot too. We did a lot. I was riding in bullion vans home for my own security Mm. and safety. (laughs) So after City News, like I said, I was always in a hurry. So I felt I had to get married and have children and all that. So (laughs) I stayed away for about three years trying to do all of that. Yeah. And finally found myself in the Africa Independent Television when it just started. Yeah, yeah. And there I was head of entertainment and lifestyle news. Mm. And we introduced entertainment news then in the news bulletin, yeah, uh, which was the first of its kind in Nigeria. Mm. And of course, I did my showbiz cafe. I was just majorly into show business and society on TV mm. back then. Mm. And um, the rest is history, as they say. I mm. came and I did Paparazzi magazine. Paparazzi is the first political tabloid in Nigeria. And um, we had about um, 36 editions before we went online. So that's where I start doing my break it down now, break it down on AIT. Yes, break it down on AIT, yeah. Political program. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it is. What, 
<laughs> and I, I can I can I can say that you 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 were you made bold choices even at a very young age. Yeah, I did. I did. Wow. And this 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 journalism it's something that runs through your veins. Yeah, it was it was always there was always something. I didn't even know what it was called until my father told me he thought I would be a journalist when I was in form 3 in secondary school. I would write him letters. He was in Kenya at that time, and I would write him letters. And he said my power of description was so strong. And he told me I would be a journalist. He told me. I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and journalists were respected in the 80s, yeah. 70s. It was more a noble profession that yes. competes with the likes of medicine and law and wrestling. Yes, definitely. Wow. Definitely, we were respected, and uh, we were sort of the celebrities of those days. Of course, yeah. <laughs> we were celebrated somehow and talked about, even when we did not want to. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so how was it like the shift from print media to broadcast media for you? Yeah, don't forget, I started from broadcast. Aside from yeah, broadcast, I yeah, I tran I, I transmit uh, what's it called? I went into into print, where I made all the name and all of that. So going back to broadcast for me, like going home to to rest, to do what I liked doing, to do what I had passion for, yeah. you know. So it was it was kind of very very easy to create new things and to make new things happen. Like my show was rated the best at a point because mm. before my show, Showbiz Cafe, yeah. people were not relaxed on TV. Mm. When presenting a show, you had to be tight face, you had to be long face and all of yeah. that. It was Showbiz Cafe that brought in the pizzazz, so to say, the panache, all the glamour, yeah. All the beautiful dressing, smiling, laughing, eating on TV, you know, yeah. <laughs> eating with the stars and yeah. just generally having fun on set. That was what we did on Showbiz Cafe. It was like a cafe. Maybe because of the private ownership thing and not this government thing where everybody has to be serious on government media mm. stations and all of that. I didn't get that. I said, will you, will you attribute this to the freedom from the yes, private yes yes with, with AIT came a lot of freedom for broadcasters you know with NTA you know there was still it wasn't just government too it wasn't because of government it was because of the professionalism the way they mm. saw professionalism back, back in the day it's like now we who write when we yeah. read you guys we are like yeah. wow what are they writing but that <laughs> is the language of the day yeah, you understand. That's true, that's true. So that's when true. we went into broadcasting too, we just changed the language, so to say. Mm. We changed the ambience, we changed the language, we changed everything about broadcasting to make it more relaxing. That was what mm. we did. So mm. there were those who were before us who were saying, no, this is not how it should be done, you know. But then again, there are pace setters and you just change the the evolution there's evolution in everything yeah. you change it and uh, it gets better and other people 
pick it and take it from there. Now they do even crazier things on TV. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Very true, very true. Will you, yeah. will you, will you say social media has kind of like changed or watered down journalism? Or do we still have the traditional journalism in our time? Uh, yeah, we still have traditional journalism and we still have traditionalists. Those people who like the traditional media. Mm. They are, you know, there are some people who are straight jacket. Very they, true. They straight jacketed. They don't want any other thing. Some people want to watch the BBC news the way it was in the 40s. Mm. <laughs> you know? But the BBC news has changed. The everything has changed. Everything has transformed. Like my when I was in print, they called my kind of journalism junk journalism, which today mm. is known as soft cell journalism, tabloid yeah. journalism. Yeah. You know, but when you go through the Guardian, the Punch, the all of them today, okay. the independent and everything, what do you get? You get that kind of journalism that they called the junk journalism. So things things change. Things change. It's just evolution. It must change. And social media has come with its own vibe, its own uh, spirit. Yeah. So the younger generation, they don't want that kind of traditional news reporting anymore. They want it fast. They want it hot. They want. They're always on the move. Everybody's on the move. We, yeah. Are we not talking on phone now? Usually, I will come to your studio, but now I'm in my house and I'm talking to you. Everybody's on the move. Nobody has yeah. time to stay and be cracking brain, carrying encyclopedia <laughs> to read newspaper. <laughs> so me, I like social media. In fact, I love it. Yeah, I see. I see you're very active on it. Yeah, <laughs> I try to be super active on it. And <laughs> I, I think, I think it speaks volume of your kind of personality. You change, you 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 change, easily adapt. You're adaptable to yeah, different environments. Yeah. And that makes one relevant, irrespective yeah. of generation. Yes, that's that's true. Life is not static, you know. I look at what's happening every day and I'm like, oh, I wish we had social media back in the day. I would have like 20 million. I'll have like 20 million followers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Even your friend, your friend based on uh, Facebook is full. You have 5,000 already. Have 5, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm looking for followers. People should follow me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I so what yeah. advice do you have for the younger generation, that young girl, that young boy listening to you who want to forge a career in um, journalism? The first thing about journalism is you don't go into it thinking you make money, but there's money in journalism. If you dig hard enough, you'll find gold, mm. but you have to have passion, the passion to find the gold because it's not easy to find the gold. So that passion is what will drive you, despite all odds, despite the, how, no matter how harsh the weather is, once you have the passion, you will find the gold. So first, cultivate the passion. First, um, not just cultivate, love your, love the, the, the career, love the profession. Mm. First, fall in love with it, like mm. it's part of you, it's your life. And mm. then the passion comes. When the passion comes, that passion will lead you definitely to the gold. No matter how bad the weather is, you will find the gold. Wow. Uh, in all of these things you have said, 
I didn't even hear you saying you have PhD in journalism or masters in journalism. No, 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 no. I only have my professional diploma in journalism. I am a self-made person. I am a um I'm someone who seeks knowledge beyond the classroom. When I was in NIJ, the award I won at graduation, no woman has won it till date. Whoa. Till today. I'm the first and the last. Whoa. Because I read beyond, way beyond my curriculum. Whoa. I always read. From school, I was reading Time magazine, Newsweek magazine. Whoa. The only way you can make it in journalism is reading and writing. Reading that and is writing. the only way. It, it, nobody asks for your degree when you are going into a newsroom. Nobody's hmm. going to ask you, what did you study? Where's uh, two, 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 one, or whatever. Nobody's going to ask you that. Nobody is going to ask for your certificates. Hmm. I was in the Guardian once when uh, they said, "Where's your your CV, my friend?" The editor asked, and the person brought one uh, two one degree from the University of Ifa. I said, "Come on, carry that thing away. Where's the story? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the story? You know, most most jun- the best journalists in the world are not who have PhD. No, there are people who have passion, who are driven by passion." The best journalists in the world don't even have money. That's they are not the ones who make money. Those ones who crack, who crack, uh, who investigate, who crack stories, who bring scoops. They, you see them, you see them with the downtrodden. That is where they get their scoops, not mm. with the higher might. Mm. <laughs> so this is the word of advice to that young person listening here, thinking you have to come out first class in mass communication before you can. No, no, no. See, the best thing, the best thing in life is to be the best at anything that you do so if you're studying mass communication make sure you get first class mm. you understand anything yeah. you do in this world put your passion in it put your put your whole your being in it is the same way that you approach that that you approach every other thing in life that's true journalists are not paid we are not paid on christmas day we are not paid in December, we are not paid in October, we are not paid for, for sometimes we are owed eight months salary, and yeah. yet we go to work on Christmas, they will go to work on New Year Day. Whoa. And you still have your passion. Hair. Yes. And we stay there, sometimes we have no food to eat, hmm. but we go to work, we do the work. We always say, make sure the job is done, nothing stops the job. Hmm. You know, so that's the passion in it. There's no if you if you ask some people like my children, they will tell you oh, they don't want to become journalists. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. they went through the whole hog with me. You yeah. know, so they want to do other things. But um, there are still children I know, there are still kids, there are still youths out there who want to be journalists. But then right. again, there is the Linda Ikeji. She's not a journalist, but she's a blogger and she's yeah. made so much money. So you don't have to be a journalist to be a writer. True. And you don't have to be a writer to be a journalist. True. You can choose one of the two. True. If you want to be a hard cracker journalist, don't think about money. <laughs> Just think about making a name for yourself. But right. journalism is is very satisfying. Very, mm. very. And it's something you can do for the rest of your life. You can be a journalist until you are 18 years old yeah. and be earning money. I tell people that I sit in my house now and within five minutes I earn half a million. Wow. Yes. You sacrifice and you, you get your name. Once you have your name, the rest is history. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, thank you so much, Ma, for your time. We do thank hope you. to have you. And um, thank you so much for honoring the invitation. You're so, welcome. So grateful. So, You're so welcome. Grateful. Thank you, Lord. It's been and, nice uh, being here. Keep up the good work. Keep the touch shining. And uh, any word, any word for the listeners? Um, I love them. Well, let them follow me on Instagram. And Facebook. Yes, That's what please, please, now. please. Can follow you me. follow your handles? Your handles there, your social media handles, so you can follow it. Hello? Yeah, my on Instagram, I'm Moji Danisa. On Facebook, I'm Moji Danisa. But yes. I have about uh, three Moji Danisas. If you I check, click on the one that I have, have more followers. That's Hello? Of your post. Pardon me. I remember when Facebook was blocking you because of some of your... Yes, so I had to open some other... Yes, yes, yes. But this year, we have been in love. Me and Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody has blocked me yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't mind them. They just just keep... When one or two passengers report one or two... Yeah. Just go and start. Uh, I'm trying to be less controversial too. Nah, I'm, I'm almost a grandmother now, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the other ones on Facebook, the other, um, I think this this Moji Danisa is full. Of Moji there. Danisa, just name. Moji Danisa, the Queen. Okay. Moji Danisa, the Queen. That's my direct Facebook handle. Hello, 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 hello. Instagram, Instagram. Yes, Instagram, Instagram. Twitter, I don't understand that place. So, in fact, I've that, lost that many Twitter, accounts. That Twitter, <laughs> something else. It grows up to 2000. I don't see it again. In fact, I start all over again. So, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm tired. So, I've left it. I just go there to read. So, I see Moji Danisa there that they can follow. Oh. <laughs> yeah. well, so, great time having you. And, um, Thank you so much. A big thank you for your time. Thank you for having me. It's been very, very interesting. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, people, that's our. Bye. Again, this is Dr. Quick and the great Mojidanisa. So, the next time we meet, people, do have a great day wherever or whichever part of the world you call home. Bye.